0: Hello and welcome to the Real Exes of Portland podcast, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I'm Heather. I'm Sophie. And I'm Amy. And we are real women, real friends, with real stories. That are super juicy. And I might add, real boobs.
1: <laughs>
0: and we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at the real Exes Portland and we will be hanging out with you guys every wednesday afternoon. And you know what wednesday is? Wine, Wine wednesday. wednesday cheers. cheers.
2: Oh. So then what do your so going like what do your groups look like and what you do? <coughs> and what are you called for everybody
3: oh yeah so saturated grace is um is my organization at saturated grace llc mm-hmm. and so i formed it out of this place to um have a safe space to co-create safety with people and um to walk alongside them and so i have uh, it is a knack that people who need space held kind of find their way to me so mm-hmm. um so I started saturated grace and I you um I hold saturated grace groups and right now I uh, there are three to five people in a group and the reason why I keep them small is so that everyone has an opportunity to be vulnerable first of all Uh, We meet on a weekly basis for about an hour and a half and we have a curriculum that we work through that kind of is invitational, gives you things to think about like what what has happened in your past or what's happening now with relationships or experiences that you've had, things that are inviting you to heal and what you might want to kind of work through in those hour and a half. So we have a gentle curriculum to go through and normally takes people about anywhere from maybe 15 minutes to read through it. That's pretty generous mm-hmm. to like an hour if people wanted to do like the contemplative practice or if they wanted to put in different practices to kind of explore different things. So, <clears throat> um, so we meet on a weekly basis and we start f- for about 12 weeks and we take breaks when holidays or we're just trying to find a way of to interacting and being open and co-creating safety. That first twelve weeks is really about co-creating safety um, because we just don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to co-create safety a lot of times, or how to listen to people without fixing mm-hmm. or judging, which takes a long time to unlearn because we fix and judge ourselves a lot. Mm-hmm. So <laughs>
1: <coughs> you should see Heather's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mean to myself.
0: <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. I'm looking at Sophie like, oh my God. She's talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well,
3: and what I would say is, of course, of course we do. Like, of course we judge. And of course we um, are hard on ourselves because in some ways it's kept us safe from, our, from the walk that we've walked through. So whatever relationships that we've had – family, maybe marriages, all those types of things, we've had to be hard on ourselves to survive. So these thought processes that are in our head and that we do on that are habitual, um, of course we do them and we need someone to say of course mm-hmm. to us and not shame us that we do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Instead of stop it,
3: Yeah, stop it. <laughs> because what happens when someone tells you to stop it you still do it, but you don't tell anyone else. Mm. So you still, you actually perform for your friends mm-hmm. to make them feel better, or you don't want them to be hypervigilant about you. At least that's what I do. Yeah, I do Other like people that. different mm-hmm. do it different ways, and I think those are ways that we, um, hypervigilance and some of those types of performances and masking and so forth are just things that are born out of like trauma of our past Um, and things that we've been taught even by people friendships that weren't really healthy for us that we can use words like grooming Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. out of that that taught us that it was just safer to be like trying to catch all the angles so that you could stay at peace Mm -hmm. so to speak and so um so we unlearn all that stuff and it just takes time I talk about have different word pictures that help us uncover those things, and we also use image cards that get us to get outside of our head and think of like images that have Im- that we are that we associate with ourselves. Like how do we see ourselves? And using an image to describe ourselves as opposed to like coming up with the words, so mm-hmm. to speak. So that helps um, uncover some things. We also look at relationships. Not just with family, but we also look at our relationships with um, with a higher being. Some, um, some people might come to these groups, spiritual direction, um, with a lot of religious trauma or religious things that they want to work through and that it's actually impacting them and they don't really know it because of how they've experienced their faith and they're trying to do so good and yet nothing is working. So a lot of times people are coming to these groups because... I've tried all these things, I've pulled up my bootstraps so much, and I'm still stuck. Why Why is the, the striving and achieving working anymore? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I talk a lot about, is it's okay that we're striving and achieving, and I meet it with acceptance and compassion. So we, um, the other thing is I do these online. Mm-hmm. And there's a specific reason why I do it online. I do it in, per- I would have, groups in person as well but one of the reasons why I do it online is um, I want to foster places of safety for people Mm -hmm. and that means not having relationships of association which can sometimes close us down like if you know someone of someone then you tend to like know that that other person might be judging you already or has heard your story or all these different things. And so it can happen that you can still co-create safety when other people know you or know you by association. But trying to create safety in a way that allows people to show up as themselves and be as vulnerable as they feel ready to, that's another really important thing. So we don't go to places that people don't wanna go. And when they're ready, they will go there. And so the other thing that's really great, I think, is that I can ask questions of someone and say, you don't have to answer this question. Mm-hmm. You can let the question drop, or you can say, I'm not gonna answer that today, or this is not where I wanna go. And um, you, what ends up normally happening for people is they start to chew on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And it, they, the question gets answered later or something else but we're co-creating safety we don't fix and we we work on not judging and there's not an agenda so to speak in that I'm gonna make your life better (laughs) and I know how to do I I I know how to fix you I'm not really a cookie cutter kind of person in fact I really hate I'm I would throw stones at people that would be very cookie cutter because I tried in my own story I've read so many self-help books (laughs) and I have read so many Bibles and I have read so many things and tried to apply. I'm a person who reads something and applies it. That is something that is unique to me. I chew on books for a long period of time. And so when the book's not working and I, it doesn't make sense. So I just feel like we're trying to arrive and we don't arrive so I'm really throwing stones at a lot of American culture that says, we don't arrive. And this is the work of being present. We, we want to shortcut the system, so to speak. But yeah, we want
1: to r- get right to the gusto. like Right. Yeah.
3: But healing, you got to this place, and now you're being invited to heal. And what does that look like? There's, that's the journey. The journey mm-hmm. is unhealing. So... Or not unhealing, but healing. Yeah. It's unlearning. 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 Yeah. I know. I was like, mm, "We're unhealing. That's Andrew really interesting. What does that look like?" <laughs> um, um hello? A mess, hot, yeah. hot mess. Right. mess with- <laughs> I know. You get to show up as you are. I Never. love it. Um. So that, those are my groups, the saturated grace groups that I um. I just cherish those times and getting to, um, walk alongside people as they're coming together, um, on a weekly basis. And so we do that. And then I also have individual, uh, spiritual direction and spiritual direction is not, most people think that that's a Christian tradition. <laughs> that's like
2: what I thought when I saw that, <laughs> yeah,
3: most people would say like spiritual direction is a Christian tradition that uh, it only comes from, you know, these, you know, spiritual people and it's like for the elite or whatever. But actually, in the essence of spiritual direction, it is just lis- it's, co- it's sacred listening it has been described as that. And it's really not about one faith tradition over another. There will be spiritual directors in all different faith traditions that just come alongside people as they're asking these questions and not knowing how to answer them. What's really cool in spiritual direction that I absolutely love is that I don't have to have the answers, actually, and I would prefer not to. Like, the, the spirit doesn't just come from, through me. Like, <laughs> no. I, it's, I'm You're not, you. yeah, 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 I don't believe that. And I feel like those types of belief systems have elevated people to, that has then, um, we've offloaded common sense and we've offloaded, um, thinking for ourselves and listening to ourselves and trusting ourselves because we have put that on another person to do for us. We need someone that puts the power back into our hands. Yeah, to or institution, navigate. right? Not just one right. person, an institution. An institution, right? And that just doesn't happen in Christian traditions, but I would say it also happens in work institutions as well. Oh, You'll yeah. also notice in certain work institutions their thought process or the way that they teach their employees to become the brand, so to speak, oh. is kind of along the same <laughs> reasons. And the other thing I want to say is those things are not bad in general. Yeah, It's not like these things in and of themselves were not designed to be bad or to cause harm. Mm-hmm. But in essence, they become unhelpful and do – come become places of harm because of silence or because there's not transparency or all these different things. We could like unpack that. They would probably uh, be I've like, like four. For,
1: <laughs> I've worked for the biggest companies in th- yeah. the world. And I can tell you a few things about corporate America and corporate. Well, just the corporate world, yeah. not just in America. Mm-hmm. It, there is, it is a, it, it can be like, I wouldn't say cult following, but it is a, um they they say you know your your blood runs blue right for which company right (laughs) yeah your blood run yeah it's like it you or you drink the Mm kool-aid right that's another one right Mm -hmm. and um and i've been i have i have tons of experience working through uh, a lot of different cultures and kind of adapting and really you know there's things that you can i can really relate to and it really pumps me up and I can feel my, yeah. you know, my uh, drinking the Kool-Aid. And then other times it's like it was just stifling and yeah. um, mind-boggling and just felt so unnatural to me. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's actually a very interesting topic because I have a lot to say about that <laughs> from personal Yeah, experience. well, and I
3: would say so too. And I think in some ways it does have – there are certain institutions – that are cult-like, mm-hmm. that they get to the place where y- I think cult-like becomes when you as a person want to say, hey, something's wrong here, but you are silenced, mm-hmm. even though you are told, oh yeah, we want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. It's oh, really open important. Open door policy. Open yeah. door policy. We really want to <laughs> hear, but then don't know how to even follow through. And the the experience of that is there's so much shame and so much fear and you the process is so arduous I mean even our justice system sometimes can be like that as Mm -hmm. well because you don't know how to navigate it well and what right words to say in these things and Mm -hmm. um, as someone who's like working through neurodiversity those are things like uh, if it's too big for me I, I ha- it takes me a long time to process to figure mm-hmm. out the inroad yeah. on how to to go down those routes. So, um, so spiritual direction back to that is an opportunity for you to to bring something that you want to just be listened to. Someone who's going to ask you some evocative questions that aren't with an agenda, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah but are the reflection back Mm -hmm. and being a mirror and holding space that just allows you to be. I have people who will use both my groups or individual spiritual direction in, um, they'll use their healing is a, it's a part of their healing journey, but they also use it with counseling Mm -hmm. And use both of them as a means for them to continue to gain their, pers- like, the full perspective.
1: I, it can even be more than that, because there are some um, additional type of healing that's done through, I don't know, like, chiropractic work. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you hold things in your nervous system. Yes. Or a natural path where you, yes. you know, your gut is a mess. Yes. And you don't know why you feel like crap all the time. Um Right? It's true. Yes. It's there's, I Hello. think there's a, <laughs> I, yeah, no, but there, there, it, it's probably not just one thing that's going to solve all your problems. It's, it's, it's a mixture A mixture of yeah. things. It's going to be at different times. It could be all at the same time. It could be at different levels, different yeah. commitment things. So, you know, once a week here, once a, every three months here, like, mm-hmm. but you don't know what it is for you because everyone's different. Right.
3: But, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I was going to say, the goal really of saturated grace groups and the individual spiritual direction is to be a place where people are invited to greater wholeness and greater freedom. Mm. And that just happens in a time where you can offer abundance of compassion and acceptance. Cause like you said, people don't, we don't, I don't know that. I, I'm not whole or I'm not living in freedom just yet until I maybe get the pause mm-hmm. or maybe I get a new perspective or I start to be in my body and being present. Mm-hmm. And I don't really, in our world, at least in America, we don't have a lot of places where we get to show up, you know, and be undone, so to mm-hmm. speak. We kind of have to like mental, like reason is really valued over that but we're starting to be begin to value our body telling us mm-hmm. where things are residing and need to be healed but that takes a lot of time and we're not used to taking time to mm-hmm. do that and yet our body tells us I mean your body's telling you yeah. I, you well, know yeah. it's well, even screaming even at me I mean, actually I mean, <laughs> yeah
0: and we're just yeah. talking
1: about the workplace and all that the, that is an institution and what it's done to me I like seriously my muscles in my neck are killing me right now I just oh, completely wow. tensed up on me mm-hmm. um where did a, you started
0: to talk about right that? Yeah, yeah yeah
1: I'm yeah. like my neck is killing me right now yeah um I'm like I've been trying to stretch it out <laughs> the last couple of minutes but yeah it, it really resonates with me that I never thought of it that way mm-hmm. um as an institution and I've been living that institution my entire career.
3: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, so accepting that you have tension in your neck,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and it's telling you something. <laughs> Get out Can of corporate you, for America? <laughs> <laughs> could you, yeah. could you take a moment? Like, w- will you give me an opportunity mm-hmm. to kind of walk you through this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so just feel the feeling in your neck. Yeah, and accept that it's there. Okay. If you were to ask it, what what is it telling you? What is your stiff neck telling you?
1: just a lot of stress, a lot of fear, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: a lot of, um, shame. Mm. I've had a lot of shame because of my ADHD. I'm, I'm just realizing it. And, and, uh, it's ADHD and not being diagnosed earlier has caused me a lot of shame, a lot of embarrassment, a lot of, um, you know, sabotaging probably my own career or, not feeling adequate or that I'm I'm an imposter. I'm getting paid all this money and I can't fucking send out an email without a mistake in it.
3: Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I would say, of course, your neck would stiffen and it would hold that. Because that's a lot. That's a lot. And there are just so many invitations in that. And I'm not going to deep dive into them, but just to hold space for them and to honor them. And so then the next thing I would say is, what would be the thing to ask your neck or the tension or that shame what does it need right now? A hug.
0: That's no. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. It's it's just, I'm Sorry, yeah. I shouldn't have said no, that. That was exactly what <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. That's the first thing that came to so mind. So a hug. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So if you were by yourself, could you hug yourself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing to do would be to climb under a weighted blanket.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought I was going to say climb under a table or <laughs> something. <laughs>
3: But if that's what would nurture yeah. your body, uh-huh. that's mm-hmm. what I would tell you to do. If that meant, like, okay, maybe you can't do that at your desk. You want to climb <laughs> underneath your, your desk, but that's what you need to do. Yeah. When you get home, like, honor yourself and what it needs, and that is, like, nurturing. Yeah. yeah. What What do you do to nurture that? that honor, what you just learned? Yeah. So we just accepted that your neck was stiff mm-hmm. yeah we you recognized it first actually mm-hmm. recognized it we accepted it we we did a little bit of inquiry finding out a little bit about it and then we nurtured it well it's, to probably, me to it's right also
1: probably because the drastic I was feeling so good mm-hmm. about my other story about yeah on the motorcycle mm-hmm. and then went right to this and it went like you could just feel it. it's just like, yeah, it just clamped on me.
3: Right. And so that's a trigger. Those are triggers and triggers are invitations to heal, not necessarily to run from. But we can if we have a way to navigate them with gentleness and kindness and compassion, mm-hmm. then we can heal that. Well, you will have an opportunity down the road to investigate that further if you want mm-hmm. when it comes up. But today you got to, oh my gosh! I had no idea this is in my purview. This is a part of my story.
1: I, I know until you mentioned it, I, I was just thinking institutions like religious church, religion, yeah. and I and mm-hmm. it's oh yeah, I've drank the Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. I've had inter <laughs> injections mm-hmm. of
0: <laughs> <the> <laughs> green blood, uh,
1: yeah.
3: blue blood, which yeah. um, you were a good employee. Yep. So like you were a good employee, you were loyal to that, mm-hmm. you were faithful, you were capable, mm-hmm. you were honoring what you knew best to do, you used your skills well, mm-hmm. and there's more things that are under the surface yeah. for you that that you tried to hold up the other things, and and these are the shame things, these are the things that feel like you're not
2: measuring up no I know I never felt and because you get measured right liter- they, they literally, literally measure you you were, you were yeah. loyal you were all these things and in return other than a paycheck you weren't really you weren't you weren't getting those yeah. heartfelt mindful soulful pieces that should we come all, with it yeah, yeah that we all want to feel in some capacity Even if it's not a whole lot because it is job related, corporate related, you still want to feel valued. You still want to, you don't want to be like, oh, I did all this stuff. And yeah, I messed up on my emails. And yeah, I didn't do this. But all your work was great. We don't hear that enough. So you are offering all these things and you're not getting very much in return. That's right. And that's very difficult. Yeah.
3: Well, and there's just so much mom guilt about working or not being at home and all that other stuff. And all those, there's just, it's just so layered in that experience of, of, um, of working for someone and doing the best that you know how. (laughs) And that's the hardest part about working for corporate America and smart goals, and feeling like literally you're like a
1: dumb goal. I got a dumb goal. I just, I got to
3: <laughs> I got to I got to create something just to show that I'm measuring go, moving yeah. forward. Oh, and, yeah. yet, exactly. um, and yet, exactly. Yeah. I work my tail off and it's, it's soul sucking. Mm-hmm. Right. I used to call some of my corporate America stuff. It was like, it's just soul sucked. Mm-hmm. I, I tried to think I might go back into the career that I, and then I couldn't, my body physically would mm-hmm. not let me follow through with any of the people that call me back for an interview I just just don't think I can go back into that environment I think I would just literally panic and it was I you almost had I would have had to abandon myself Mm -hmm. so that's another thing that you just didn't do in this Mm -hmm. moment Sophie is that you didn't abandon yourself you stuck in with yourself and you accepted that it was there and and then you nurtured yourself.
1: Yeah, and I think, like I said, I think it was it was that drastic change from feeling so good. To mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and it was it was like night and day because I usually have a sore neck, and so um, it's probably because I'm constantly feeling guilt, shame, mm-hmm. uh, stress. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of
2: course.
0: Audrey, I think we're going to need you to come back. I know. This has been so fun.
2: I was just thinking, too, like, you know, so many times some people uh, need that. I mean, obviously, at certain times of our life and seasons, we really do need mm -hmm. that person who's on the outside. But how many times at this table has rejection been talked about? Oh, God. And so – For her to just sit here I mean we often do it ourselves with the three of us but Mm -hmm. even with the three of us there's still guilt there's still shame there's still the thought of even though they've accepted me today are they going to judge me tomorrow because we're human but on the flip side of that um, you just sat here and talked to to Sophie and had those processes and that system and I think so often when you're going through rejection, having that Mm -hmm. person on the outside who can help you see the amazing things inside yourself is so important. So I had told them last week or on Wednesday, I was like, yeah, my friend's coming. I don't really know entirely what she does, but I think this is kind of what she does. And it would be really cool at some point in time For all of us, one of us, to kind of go through this system, so to speak, to figure, to not necessarily figure anything out, but to know that truly have to love ourselves, to Mm -hmm. accept ourselves, to not listen to the worldly views, the parenting views, the lifestyle rules, and truly allowed ourselves to come to a place where somebody is willing to be the sounding board and ask these questions that then reinvest in ourselves so we could feel 100% and so I think it would be really cool if we all did it or one of us did it so that then we can it's another method of healing Mm
3: -hmm. 100% and on top of that Mm -hmm. (laughs) the additional thing is is the people that you are gonna serve, you'll actually be able to listen to them better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you get good at listening to yourself, now you get to show up at your events because you created space to show up at an event and now you get to be present with the person that was supposed to cross your path that day. Mm-hmm. And you get to be present to that and hear what you need to hear. And, and it just changes the way you experience people. So you get to create space in your life and then you get to hear other people better. And you, it will improve a lot of different things. You won't feel the pressure to fix the people that you come alongside, which is really important, because that's a lot of pressure on you mm-hmm. to show up a certain way and feel like I gotta have all the answers for these people. You know, I want to help them because you do want to do good for them, mm-hmm. like yeah. we want to. Yeah. And yet, you're also knowing like that that um, imposter syndrome. You also know that there's a lot of stuff that is totally could mess these people up right yeah (laughs) yeah like that's you that that's this it's a true feeling it's just like you want to do what's right Mm -hmm. and yet in one how one person so you're trying to be authentic to the Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. the experience and so Mm -hmm. the way to do that is to to hold space for yourself be kind to yourself do the work for yourself and you will then show up for other people and you'll have healthier relationships and you can then recover mm-hmm. from relationships that pull a lot from you. Mm-hmm. You get to choose that differently, which is freedom. Right? Oh so my God, totally. Freedom.
0: Yep, that's the word right there. You just hit it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's freeing. Right. Yeah. So I think the big takeaway here today is well, for me anyway, to listen, like take the time to listen, pause. I mean, I think maybe sometimes, I don't know how how this is said, I might be listening, but I'm not really hearing, or Mm -hmm. I'm hearing, but I'm not really listening. Mm -hmm. I don't remember which way that goes, but Mm -hmm. yeah, um, so just really, uh, because I think I do do that. Do doo and um and so uh I do the same
3: thing and I hate it whenever I, I always catch
0: myself I do the same thing yeah so oh. I, and then you know nodding my head oh uh, uh, someone's telling me a story even if I'm just one-on-one with something but I think I think maybe this is human nature a lot of people may do this but thinking oh as soon as they're done I want to tell I, I have something I want to say Yeah. And, you know and so then you're yeah. not completely listening to what they're saying because you know a person is thinking of how they want to respond or or yeah. i have something relatable that i want to say or mm-hmm. whatever so yeah. so yeah pausing listening um leaving space leaving space
1: mm-hmm. for both yourself and others and others
0: this this is i think you how have we have to will, give yourself this, space sophie
1: no <laughs> and so just like <laughs> this is definitely
0: how we will wrap this up today. Mm, yeah. And I think, I think it's, um, it's, it's great that we had this little um, example of what a session might be like um, mm-hmm. with Audrey. And I don't know, Audrey, if you want to, um, you know, give everybody information if after they hear this, they would love to have a session with you or sign up for one of your um, groups. groups. Yeah. Can, do wanna, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want to listen to your podcast? Yeah. that information
3: yeah, before I we can, sign off. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you can go to www.saturatedgrace.com and, um, see my website and look at services, there for my groups. And then, um, my podcasts that I'm a part of with three other spiritual directors is the spacious and the sacred. And we talk about the seasons of life and creating space and how that we just notice what's going on in our own life and how it relates to nature or what's, what's, um, what we're experiencing. And so, um, this is just another place where we're, we're four different people who come at um, faith and religion differently and and have a generous space that allows us to show up and share mm-hmm. um, openly, which is what you guys do here as well in a different forum, but mm-hmm. it's still the same yeah. exact experience, knowing that having everyone informed makes a better experience mm-hmm. and a broader experience. Um, because it's not so myopic so yeah it's been a treat to be with you you guys are amazing amazing Amazing. thank Thank you so much for having me you are very
0: welcome and so I guess as we say that's a wrap um thanks everybody and I can't wait to what do I can't wait to. I can't wait to I'm struggling with my job again if anyone listened to last week's podcast I couldn't think or talk but yeah so Sophie close us out no we'll be
1: back next week um I think this is going to be a two-parter oh okay I'm gonna I think we're gonna um splice it out because I think there was some really good information here so um we'll be doing that so there'll be a part two and um yeah, I think that's it. That's yeah, I look it. forward to seeing yeah. you guys
3: at a group or something. That will be fun. And Definitely. Yeah. we. Our, and our, our yes. Our event. yes, absolutely. Yeah, and, they and are fun. It. Yeah, and
0: we're yeah. meeting lots of new people and people meeting each other. Yes. You know, so yeah. it's great. Yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll see you guys. Well, no, you'll see us. No, you'll hear us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next week. We'll get this. Okay, right. bye, everybody. Bye. 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 All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate you listening to us, and we look forward to hanging out with you next Wednesday. Please join us. And in the meantime, please follow us on Instagram at the Real Exes Portland. Also, we would love to hear from you and hear some of your juicy stories. You can email us your stories at rxop.yourstory.com at gmail.com until next week
1: Bye. bye hey guys just a reminder this podcast is presented solely for entertainment and educational purposes we are just friends me amy and heather we're not qualified professionals this is not intended to replace any professional physician doctor, medical advice, um, or what have you. We are just friends talking about our experiences and just want to make sure that you take the healthy route and be safe and happy. Love you.